All right, I want to welcome on my next guest. We've got a very special guest. We've got Washington football team legend, Mr. Chris Cooley. Chris, is everything going for you? It's going great, man. It's going great. Out here in Wyoming, just hanging out. We moved uh, in August, but um, it's good. That's awesome. That's awesome. What was your thoughts on Washington's season? I know they lost in the wild card a couple weeks ago, but as a whole, what was your what were your thoughts? Yeah, I think it was a really interesting season, and it starts with not knowing exactly what you have at quarterback in Dwayne Haskins, a new head coach. That's so much turmoil in the offseason with the name change, everything that went, that went on with the owner. So there was a a lot of up and downs for the team. And it, it's, it really started with probably more da- more downs or more issues that they had to deal with. And in doing that, I really think that it was a group of guys that figured out their identity and kind of figured out the team that they were maybe to some extent, the team that they could possibly be in the future. And, you know, looking back on it and thinking about it, watching some of these other playoff games over the last couple of weeks is that it's incredible to get into the playoffs and what an experience that it is for these young players to see that, to sense that, to feel that, to understand it, but they weren't there. I, I mean, you watch these last few games and that's, that's not quite this team, but they're not that far off, man. And then that's kind of the thing I'm thinking is, is they battled and grown through everything this year. They're not, they're not that far off. And I think it's a team that maybe understands that. If you were Ron Rivera and now Marty Herney, what would you do to try to bring Deshaun Watson in if you would want to bring him in? The, from what I've heard, you're going to give up three first-round picks plus. And it's, it's interesting because if you're saying you're going to win a lot of football games every year, then your first-rounders aren't going to be high first-round picks. I think that you explore all the options at quarterback. And if Deshaun was the, the number one option, then then that would be it. But I think you got to explore all the options at, at quarterback before you just jump all on board with Deshaun Watson. And, and they'll do that. And I'm sure that's the first item on Marty Herney's agenda is what are we going to do with quarterback? What, what do you think they should do about Alex Smith? Because I think it, it's, he's kind of putting out the vibe that he wants to come back. I think that Alex Smith has done an incredible job coming back to play. I've been blown away with the resilience and the toughness by Alex Smith. Really, it's just everyone that has seen it has witnessed something really incredible. And in doing that, he got the Huffins back on track. It wasn't. A, a guy he Alex wasn't a guy that blew anybody away it wasn't this spectacular year but I was a part of four new offenses in my career and you needed quarterback who can run it and install it and so the rest of the guys get it yeah when you don't operate week in and week out it takes me that Alex gave him that sense and that feel. Is it to do something different with him this year? But gosh, it's it's not. It's hard to say that you should just maybe Alex would do something with his contract. 
don't know, but for me, I've been really impressed with Alex, and it'd be hard to just say, hey, see you later. Yeah. I, it's, can he play a 10, can he play 10 games? Can he play nine games? Can he, yeah. you know, that, that's what I got to ask myself. And, and really part of, I think the question you asked me is, is maybe for Alex to answer, if you could figure it out financially. Obviously play, played tight end in Washington for close to a decade. What were your thoughts on Logan Thomas's here? Cause I think he exceeded all expectations. Logan Thomas really had an incredible year. Um, I think it takes someone to believe in you and to give you a real opportunity a lot of times for a guy to really shine. And in doing that, I feel like Logan got more confidence as the season went on and, and played with more speed and a, a little bit different. Ad, I don't know. I, I don't want to say attitude, but there was, there was something there that I think he gained from having someone believe in him. Yeah, yeah. I still don't know if Logan's a, a game-changing, legit number one tight end, but I think he's in the he's in the list of 32 should be starting tight ends, and that's probably closer to 20-ish, 25 in this league right now, which they haven't had, and they need. And yeah. So what Logan provided for them was big time. And there's some versatility with Logan Thomas as well that I was really impressed with. And I, the, the last thing is there's, there's growth. There's room for growth. And I think he understands where he's going to need to grow. I, like it, This is a great year to go back and evaluate and watch and see, you know, and playing a full year and every, every play, which he's probably never played more than 30 plays in a game. To go back and look at it, I think he can continue to get a lot better. When when do you think Scott Turner is going to unleash Jeremy Sprinkle? <laughs> um, pretty soon, like the cut date. No, that's rude. I love Sprink. That's I, I actually really like Jeremy Sprinkle. I think he's underachieved. Um, there's decisions when ever anyone underachieves. I think he's got a ton of potential, but. It just hasn't shown up yet. What would you do? They obviously have a lot of cap room this offseason. You need some more playmakers on offense. If you were the GM or you had some input, what, what, what kind of moves do you think they should do? Well, you, you need a quarterback. And I think they got to go out and they got to make a decision. Are we a win now team? Do we want to pay a quarterback? Because you have problems if you, with your cap if you're going to pay a big-time quarterback and then have to pay Brandon Sheriff and then Jonathan Allen. And as it goes down the list in the next couple of years, Jerome Payne, and you get it. I mean, there's guys that are going to get big money on this team if you want to yeah. keep the, the, the roster together the way it's been built. So I, I, there's some questions there. Um, they, they need a number one receiver or another receiver. Terry is, yeah. Terry's a, sorry, excuse me, Terry's a big-time receiver. He's a yeah. one. But they need another receiver. They need a guy that can be a eight a eight target a game type of guy. There's no doubt about that. They need another tight end. And Logan, if Logan Thomas is your complement tight end that's playing 35 plays a game, that's big time. So they need another tight end. I'd be looking hard at left tackle. 
I think that's something that you got to consider. Maybe you get one of your guys to grow into it, but again, I'd be looking at that on offense for sure. Do you think they should take a look into trying, uh, trying to move up to acquire Kyle Pitts from Florida? I, I don't think no, because Kyle Pitts is incredible from Florida. But you're going to have to move up into the top 10 to get to Kyle Pitts. And moving up into the top 10 to get a tight end, like trading up to get a tight end is a pretty, pretty big-time trade. Yeah, interesting. I, it then, would be fun. I'll be excited to see what Pitts does in the NFL. I mean, what a year yeah. for a college kid. Who would you say his comp is in the NFL? Gosh, that's that's tough. I haven't thought about his comp. Interesting. You know, his explosiveness, his down the field ability. It Kelsey? What what no. what would you say? I mean, I'm trying to think. It's uh, I don't know, man. Yeah, I can't wait to see what he does at the next level. That's unbelievable. And um, and then so who do you do you think as of right now, the start the week one starting quarterback from next year is currently in Ashburn, or do you think it's someone else? I think you're 50-50. I think that there's a chance that the guy's in Ashburn. I think that there's a really good chance that they don't make the move and go out and pay somebody a bunch of money and possibly draft a guy. Interesting. Interesting. But I think it's 50-50. I've been so – I've talked about this a few times. I'm always – Kevin, she and my buddy and I would go through this, and I'm so noncommittal, but it's – I don't know what direction they'll go with it. Not, I, get... I will say this. I rooted for Heineke in that last game. Oh, he was incredible. More than I did the team. In, <laughs> in a weird way, it just became yeah. this great underdog story, and I wanted him to win so badly. Yeah. It'd be no, fun he... to see Heineke play a little bit more. I don't I, know I, if, I would... he, if he did enough. No. I, I was we played doing... well, but one game. I, I was doing the social media for 980 during the game, and I was just, just kind of go having fun with it. And then after the rushing touchdown of the third quarter, I put on something like, all right, Taylor Heineke's never going to have to pay for a beer in the District of Columbia again. And some guy responded, I live in Atlanta. I'm going to make sure it's the same way down here. I'm like, all right, see how you can see that works out for me. Yeah, it's wild. Um, and so I want to kind of get into your career a little bit. So how did you end up at Utah State? It was my only Division One offer. Really? Wow. To play football, yeah. Unbelievable. What about like, were you surprised by that or that seems so odd to me? I didn't, I played on the JV until my senior year. So. Unbelievable. I was, I graduated from high school young. It's a July birthday. So I was still 17 when I graduated. So I was small as a sophomore and junior. So yeah, that was, I had a great senior year didn't play on the varsity before that and then so when you when you get to Utah I saw you play with Kevin Curtis Eagles legend Kevin Curtis we haven't nobody talks about anymore yeah what's he up to nowadays I don't know what Kevin's doing (laughs) today I haven't talked to him in a while we played together for a couple years at Utah State and we kept in touch for a long time but we haven't been in touch in the last couple no nothing no reason just yeah he was incredible the, he was he was yeah. a big time player at utah state they're always talking about the great great quarterbacks in eagles history and nobody brings up kevin curtis i'm like you can't bring up kevin curtis so when you're there you're obviously under recruited um what was that kind of like for you kind of getting going and kind of establishing yourself as one of the best tight ends in the country about the same as 
high school for me. I didn't start until the last five games of my junior year at Utah State. <laughs> um, I played defense some my freshman year. We had injuries, and I, I moved to defense. And I started the last five games my junior year and then had a good senior year and was drafted. Oh, cool. So I didn't think I was ever going to play in the NFL, if we can put it that way. That wasn't – it's changed a lot with these young athletes. I think in in both regards, everyone that's playing high school ball is getting a D1 ride, everyone, (laughs) until they don't. And then all of these young college athletes, it's – they're going to the league. It's crazy when you talk to these kids. It's crazy when you watch them. Uh, they learn reality a little different, but we just didn't think we were going to the league at Utah State. So, I, I saw I saw you you, you studied uh, art and you're a big uh, pottery guy. When did you how did you get interested in that? My family was always artistic, left brained. I guess you'd you'd say. I wanted to coach football wrestling in high school and be an art teacher so I did not finish becoming an art teacher obviously things changed but yeah it was always something that I enjoyed doing throughout my life it's always been something that's been a a big part of my life it's it's a little bit different and everyone says that but you know everyone has something different and I, I saw you had a studio when you were in northern Virginia do you have anything going on out in Wyoming I have a six-year-old and a three-year-old, and <laughs> that's going on. <laughs> when they get when they get back to school, or when they go both get in school and start, you know, having some of their own things, maybe I'll get back to a little bit more art stuff. We draw and paint a little bit around the house oh, cool. and do a bunch awesome. of kids, but yeah, as far as the the art gallery pottery stuff, it's on hold. Oh, cool, cool. I have a question. What was your draft process like? Did you know Washington was looking at you? No. Well, yes, actually. Sorry. I did. You don't know exactly who it was, but I did have a meeting with Joe Gibbs uh, in Ashburn a few months before the draft, which obviously went well. So, (laughs) but yeah, I didn't know. No one said anything to me. No one told me about it. Um, no one called me on draft day. I was drafted before I heard from anybody in the league. So, that's wild. I have a question. Why did you Why did you choose forty seven? It was put in my locker, and it seemed right. I hindsight, I regret it, and obviously I do and I don't. It It became somewhat of an identity for me. But I've, everyone would have thought I was faster if I had a war 89 like I did in college. <laughs> it, it's a 47 is a slow number. It, it's a squatty, make you look shorter than you are, fullback like number. That'll look sweet when sleek with 89. Probably played five more years. Did, did you ever consider trying to change it? Or once you were kind of in it, you're just like, I'm just going to still keep it. I could have changed it. I, it came open my rookie year at the end of training camp. I just didn't. I don't, I don't know. I, whatever. Yeah. 
47 became me for a while there. So that's awesome. Do you, do you think more, do you think more tight ends to choose you could go back into the forties? I know with all the receivers, they used to be eighties. Now they're kind of going into the teens. Do you think more tight ends should go into forties? No, they should wear eighties numbers. <laughs> Unless they want to look like a fullback. Trey Burton was a forties when he was in Philly. Not might be wrong. Might be wrong. I'm not sure. No, he was 80. No? Wasn't he? That's was it. he a forties? He what one of those guys was. I don't remember. One of the guys, yeah, it's only 40. I have a question. Can't so, what number Trey Burton was in Philly. <laughs> it's gonna be on uh, Jeopardy sometime. <laughs> um, so a question. So you're obviously in the same draft class as Sean Taylor. Did you know from the out announce it like this kid's gonna be a game changer? Yeah. I wasn't I didn't really, to be honest with you, know who Sean was until the draft I, I knew who he was but i wasn't following big time college football that wasn't utah state well we weren't watching film on miami we weren't playing them i wasn't <laughs> watching i wasn't watching games on saturdays but two practices one practice and then that first preseason game he was just different than everybody in a good way. <laughs> yeah. That's unbelievable. I have a question. Your opinion, who's the best tight end in football today? Kelsey. I think Travis. It'd be hard to say that he's not for me. There, there's some really good tight ends in the league right now. But when you look at a guy that can ha put up the numbers year in and year out that he can and separate as naturally as, as he can, it's – it's really big time and it doesn't, there's a lot to be said for Mahomes, but even last week when Henny came in, it's a third and whatever. And Kelsey's breaking dudes off down the field. And then he's, he's got a real feel for the game right now. He's, um, he's pretty incredible. Is, is there anybody in the league today, tight ends that you feel resemble your game similarly? Um, yeah, I think Travis Kelsey reminds me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, it was actually funny. A couple of years ago, Sean McVay sent me a video of, of Travis Kelsey. They must have been playing the Chiefs. He was watching film and he said, if this isn't your long lost brother, watch him run the way. <laughs> um, no, it's, it's interesting. Not as many guys. Um, go back into the backfield like I did, especially early in my career. Yeah. But more guys split out. And, you know, that's one thing. If I'd have been playing 10 years later, I'd have got yeah. so many more opportunities outside the the tackle box and really in the slot and stuff. And they're lucky. Not yeah. block that much, <laughs> get dirty, and line up like a receiver yeah. with 80s numbers. <laughs> I have a question. So I got, I got some questions from some Washington fans. Um, how's your hand after making that incredible catch for that commercial? <laughs> yeah, that, that it was scratched a little bit. <laughs> I, got, I got some scratches. We had to do a few takes before I could catch that. <laughs>
was a was a drywall or what was it yeah yeah interesting and then what was it like being like one of the faces of eastern motors because they, they don't really advertise that much anymore <laughs> probably not my best work ever but they were it was fun because we did it together it was always you know Clinton was there, Randall L., Jason Campbell. It was some fun because we all did it together. And I was able to find one that was perfect for me. Ford, Honda, Chevy, Beamers, and minivans. Over 600 cars, trucks, SUVs. Are you listening, man? Let Eastern Motors. Put you in a car today, let Eastern Motors finance it all the way. Oh, cool. And I have a question. I asked it to everybody who's playing the NFC East. Do you have any interest? Did you have any, have any interesting experiences playing against Philadelphia with Eagles fans? Uh, yeah, the, it was funny because I always liked playing in Philly, and they were they were honest. <laughs> they were they were brutal, but you know my favorite experience in philly was my second or third year my mom decided to go to the game and i told her to just wear a green shirt or wear a black shirt and she said i'm not going to and i was a little concerned the pregame, she had seven eagles fans around her they the ushers and people had helped her down to the edge of the field because they knew she was my mom and she had a beer in each hand and they they all yelled and said your mom's great so I appreciated the the Eagles fans for that one. My dad got in a fight there, I think. So really? Two ways, but you know, there's one group of good fans. And I got, I got one other question. Somebody submitted. I, I think I know the answer. Somebody said they were once playing on Chess.com against the guy in the DMV named Chris Cooley. They wanted to know if it was actually you. Chess. Chess.com. They said the guy's name no. Is Chris. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and if it was, I I would have lost. I I know how to play chess. But I'm not a chess master. Interesting. It's just what, what what was it like kind of like learning under Joe Gibbs? It was <laughs> it was amazing. I Joe Gibbs is one of my favorite people in the world. I I've still got been fortunate enough to keep in touch with Joe. Cool. I wish I could go back and do that again after learning a lot the way we learned afterwards. Uh, Joe is a little bit different technology wise, but I didn't know any different because it was my first opportunity in the NFL. And no, it's fun. I, I've kept all my notebooks, all my things. Oh, cool. And so I've been able to go back and, and look at all those old notebooks with Joe's installation meetings and all the things that went on and the shenanigans around the place. But you know, the thing you learned about Joe is that. Everybody has value in the, in your organization, and everybody's treated with respect. And there's a purpose, and there's a reason. And it's just it's harder to do, I think, than than it, than people make it. Everyone says it, but you know, knowing Joe more as I got older, And, and looking at it in a different way, going through his NASCAR team and stuff. Look at 
the way everybody looks at it and you know it's just because he treats them that way and that's the thing you know when you talk about learning for joe it's it's like for me if you're running something or anything you're doing it's just everybody has value um and they need to understand that and joe made you feel it cool, cool. I, have a, I have a question was there a day after after your time playing with washington was there a day you're walking around dc that you weren't recognized probably <laughs> Um, probably, I don't remember it. There was a lot of days walking around Northern Virginia that I was fine or that if I was recognized, it would just be a quick wave. What's the most obscure place that somebody said, holy shit, you're Chris Cooley. London, um, Vegas is always a weird place. Like anytime you travel to any, I don't know. Anywhere that's not DC for me is 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 a little bit weird, but yeah, that that was wild. I, I shouldn't have thought London was crazy because there it was the week that football was there. But yeah, that was interesting. Um, yeah, I don't know. Oh, cool. I like that. Not- I like when people don't know. And then I have a question. What was it like uh, uh, making two Pro Bowls and just kind of representing Washington in, in, on a national scale? Amazing. Beyond my comprehension of what I really thought I would achieve when I, when I was, when I, especially when I was playing football in college. I mean, just it's unbelievable to think back and think what it takes to do it at that level. And gosh, I've went back and watched some of my stuff too. And I just think, God, I was pretty good for a few years there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there was, there was a span where I was pretty damn good. Um, and it's so funny because I, I, I think that now, and I think I've gotten to the point now where I can actually think that about myself. Because yeah. now I'm at the point where I look at things like, the other day I was hunting and I was looking at a fence that I've always just jumped over. And I said, Nope, can't do that anymore. How am I going to climb through this thing? Who's your favorite, your favorite teammate from your time in Washington? I had a lot of them. I, I had a ton of favorite teammates, I guess. Oh, cool. It would be hard. It would not be fair. That's to fair. say That's that fair. that Clinton Portis was my favorite teammate, or but he was up there, you know. And, yeah. The, the the one thing I kind of wanted them to do a couple of years ago when he was doing the sideline reporting, I because I, I, I used to work at NBC Sports Washington, I was doing like writing for them, and I brought it up to them one time because I knew they did preseason games, and they said there's no chance it's ever going to happen because anytime they would cut down and they say, all right, now we'll go live to the field with Clinton, I think they should have done it with him, and then in the middle of the third quarter, throw Bill Clinton out there and just kind of throw everybody off. I think it would have gone viral. <laughs> hey uh bill have you gotten any inclination from the team that you're going to be inducted into the team like the ring of honor it, it doesn't matter to me if they do or don't um there's a lot of other guys that are really deserving as well but you know i was proud of my career that said we didn't win enough games to the thing that i would trade for anything is to go back and, and have some winning seasons i didn't you know, I didn't know it was as hard as it was to win, especially in Washington, <laughs> my career. 
but yeah, that's that's the only thing that I missed out on. Oh, cool. And I've, just one last question: If they said we, what would you? What do you want the name? What do you think the name should be? Because they can't go. I don't. They, they got to chill with this football team. Like they got to choose something. You. What's, what's your pick? I don't have one. I don't care what they pick. Really interesting. No, my team. I know the team that I played for. So yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Well, that's that's really um all the questions I really have for you. How can people find you on Twitter? Keep up with you and see what you're doing. Yeah, um, I don't tweet much, dude. 